Hello, 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 and welcome to the Linwood's Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. I'm Lynn. Make sure that you like, follow, comment, and subscribe so that you never, ever miss an episode of this uplifting, encouraging, and always inspiring and educational show. My guest today is... Charles Maddox. Charles is an actor, director, award-winning producer, TV host, and health advocate of diabetes, of which he has a strong passion for. He's going to talk about his battle with that and what he's done to reverse it. And he produces award-winning Eight Days, the reversed docu-series. He's the owner of Your Health Network, and he is a father, a man of faith, and he is also the nephew of the late Bob Marley. I was surprised to find out that. So, Charles Maddox, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lynn. Oh, you're welcome. We are delighted to have you, and we applaud you for the work that you're doing, for especially people in the African-American community. So many of us battle with, with health care issues that are not as focused on as, as some of our, our brethren out there. Now, you are doing great work within the healthcare industry and an advocate. But what were you doing before you got off into being this advocate and producing these documentaries and series <laughs> that deal with us as people? Yeah. <laughs> I've had a, a long, interesting run. I actually started off in music in New York and, and had a rap uh, single that came out on, on a major record label and used to live with LL Cool J and all that kind of stuff like that and make music with him and, and then from there got into acting and nominated for an Emmy for Best Supporting Actor for a film I starred in with uh, played a title role and with James Woods and Elizabeth McGovern called The Summer of Ben Tyler so, so I was always into the into the entertainment uh, side of things and then a single dad like you said I moved from Los Angeles where I was doing really well and, and but I wanted to kind of get away and focus on raising my son for a couple of years and got off into this whole celebrity chef thing not, not cooking for everybody, but I came up with this cool idea for a television show and having real people make real meals uh, for all under $7. And uh, it just took off. And that's kind of what led me into the path of, of health because it, it had to be healthy, affordable meals. And, you know, that led to cookbooks, sauce lines, and, and all that stuff like that. And TV appearances on, you know, all the shows from Dr. Oz to CNN to Today's Show. And then I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and probably about 13 years ago now. And that's really what got me off into, into the health space. But before that, just, you know, loving the entertainment business and, and coming up uh, and trying to do big things, you know? Wow, you done so much stuff wow it's like oh gee <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but but i understand too i was reading before you got off into entertainment or production things that you have to inform enlighten and encourage folks in terms of dealing with diabetes that you created a documentary that got a, a lot of attention called trial by fire tell me about that yeah, my mother was diagnosed quite some time now, many years, with uh, a rare disease called uh, CRPS, Complex Regional Pain Syndrome. It's called a suicide disease because it, it won't kill you per se, but it'll make you wish you were dead. The pain is higher on the, on the scale, uh, the pain, McGill pale pain scale, than childbirth and amputation. And these people have to live with this and there's no cure, there's very few treatments and definitely no remedies. So uh, I 
really didn't understand the condition. You know, I thought it was, you know, one of those things that you can, you know, mom, go to the gym, work out, walk, you know, try to fight it, you know, and I uh, had no idea uh, how how desperate of a situation it actually was. And it wasn't until then where one day I was actually at her house and she was talking about the pain. And this was many years ago. Uh, this was maybe about eight, eight years ago. And I remember her talking or saying something about wishing she wasn't alive. I was like, ooh, you know, and this is when, you know, she was doing not well, but it wasn't, you know, where she is now. And I remember saying, wow, you know, she's a you know, very proud and hardworking and, and, you know, she can tolerate a lot Jamaican woman. So I remember I went online and, and I, I did some, some YouTube and found some videos of people and, and talking and, and I was just blown away by what they were dealing with and the pain and things like that. And I said, wow, I want to tell this tell her story or tell a story but she's not cooperative at all so what I did is just start looking into the condition and really wanting to tell the story and then figured you know what let me try to get started on telling the story or a story and see if I can get her in it now she was supposed to get some treatment in Atlanta that treatment didn't didn't go well but I knew a doctor who was treating it with ketamine in, in Florida uh, that's where I live and she lives so I said hey listen if you do this treatment you know, I can get it done for free and we can do a little filming. So I was able to get her in it that way, but was able to really tell the story of the people living with CRPS around the country and around the world. And obviously, you know, it became a very big thing because, you know, there are tens of thousands who are, while it's a rare disease, it's still tens of thousands who are living with it and suffering with it each day. So it became very big in the community because they really have no one else fighting for them. There is not a, not a lot known about it because I had never heard of it. Yeah, most people, most doctors don't even know about it. You can go into the emergency room and, and have CRPS and dealing with those those issues and almost probably eight out of ten or nine out of ten won't have heard about it like i said it still is you know tens of thousands but that's still considered a rare disease it's fascinating that you've been able to take all of your hollywood experiences and your your music uh, experience in the music world and channel all those things into media projects that are actually health care advocate vehicles um, fighting yeah. on behalf of people's health and particularly with the African-American community. And we talked off Mike a little bit about your work and, and trying to help people within the African-American church in particularly dealing with, with diabetes. What has been your approach on that? What are some of the tools that you're using for combating diabetes? and keeping our people informed and trying to get them to do the right thing so that they can reverse this because you have reversed type 2 diabetes yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start a new project that uh, it's called Our Body is Zia Temple and it is basically going into the black church but also the black community to understand to understand the disparities in health in the black community but also the role that the, the, the church can play, right? Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Let's face it. I mean, you know, while we're, you know, trying to heal spiritually, the the leaders of the congregation can also heal physically by directing people to get regular checkups, get diabetes, you know, screenings to check for blood pressure and blood sugar and so on and so forth and and heart issues.
shoes and, and things of that nature and, and, you know, suggest better proper eating to the congregation. And we know that uh, if they did that, it probably it probably make a great impact because uh, the members are faithful and, and, and they listen to the, to the leaders of the congregation. They are also trying to do things. They've created health ministries and, you know, are working within the community to try to educate people on health and so on and so forth. So we're going to use this docuseries, two-part docuseries that I've teamed up with uh, the, the device manufacturer Dexcom that makes the, the uh, CGM continued glucose monitor that you know people can put on their on their body and and it'll kind of you know give them an overall view of of, uh, of some of their vitals as far as their blood sugars. Um, that's that's a powerful tool because it allows someone to see where they're at night and day. Uh, things change during a day. Things change when you eat, uh, what, what you eat, and things like that. So it's a, it's a very powerful tool. It was interesting what you said about the disparities within the African-American community or black community in terms of health care. That was vastly magnified during the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we, we were at the, the crust because they, they were saying diabetes was one of those contributing factors that, you know, if you caught COVID, you can, you know, you can die from it if you had, you know, uncontrolled, uncontrolled diabetes or just diabetes. And obviously, you know, blood pressure issues and things like that, those comorbidities that, you know, us as black people, uh, minorities seem to suffer with. We've heard a lot about getting the vaccine, but we haven't heard a lot about actually, you know, changing your diet or losing weight or doing things like that to get us in great shape so our immune system is ready to fight these conditions. So, you know, really opening up this Pandora's box so that we could hear from these amazing leaders in in the community. So we have everyone from chief of police to theological people to pastors to people in healthcare to doctors to experts to educators to, you know, endocrinologists to dietitians all talking about, you know, the disparities and what could be done to to make a change in the black community so that we can we can be healthy because off mic you and I were speaking about why we have all of these kidney dialysis places within in the African American communities. I travel all over various metropolitan areas. I don't see them in other communities like I see them in ours. Well, you have to think of it as a business too, right? I mean, if, if mm-hmm. there's a need for gas in Tampa, Florida, you're going to see a lot of gas stations. Mm-hmm. So it goes the same with, with anything. You know, if there's a need for, you know, dialysis centers in, in urban populations, then they're going to put them where they're accessible and people can get to them quicker and and be a business that generates money. So yeah, it's uh, we know our people are definitely afflicted because of you know a few a few things that we can actually control. They are there because there's a need for them because we're probably afflicted more and in larger numbers than say some of the other uh, populations out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sad but true. But once again, this is something that can easily be reversed or controlled with proper diet, exercise, and information and knowledge. That's really the key. Uh, and a lot of us really don't have it. And we lack basic knowledge on some of these things. We still don't really know what we should be eating. We don't know what we should be drinking. We don't know what these things do to us. I mean, we lack literally basic, simple knowledge that you're, you'd be surprised. I mean, sometimes I used to do the American American 
Diabetes Association events, and and I would have you know maybe you know a couple hundred people out in the audience, and I would say you know tell me which is better, uh, Coca Cola or or raise your hand, and and you know or or uh, or, or apple juice, and mm-hmm. you know of course people would raise a hand and and uh, on apple juice, you know, and and in all actuality it's it's the same. Fruit juice is full with a ton of ton of sugar, you know. There's very little fruit in that juice. Well, what but about we what what about <laughs> I'm gonna throw this in there. What about fruit smoothies? Same thing? Not well, yeah, because you know the thing is is I stay away from sugar. You okay. know, sugar is uh is something that we don't need and really need nobody. We've seen what the effects of sugar can do. You know, that's why we're dealing with so much childhood obesity and adult obesity, right? Because of sugar. You know, you get more you get more nutrients and proteins and minerals in, in a steak than you'll do in, in a salad, you know. So the, you know, those are filled with sugar. So you know, and, and I know personally, I don't see many people losing weight by eating smoothies, fruit smoothies. <laughs> that's true, but and, that that's a that's another huge market, uh, isn't it? Yeah, because people think that you know apples and oranges and throwing in grapefruit, things like that, that is healthy for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's not, but you know, once again, by the time you mix that around and put all the other ingredients and so on and so forth in it, it becomes a high calorie situation with a lot of sugar. Tell me, how did you reverse your type two diabetes? Um, literally just just diet and exercise. You know, when I was diagnosed, I was shocked because I really knew nothing about diabetes, and I thought, man, my life was over. I literally went home and just started doing research, went online, and to be honest, Lynn, it was worse on. Online. It was like more disinformation than anything. So what I did is I kind of just said to myself, I'm going to follow God's diet, you know, and what is that? I mean, I knew that uh, obviously water, you know, some some lean meat, vegetables and some things like that and, and some fruit and, and did a lot of walking. I was I was working out a lot at the gym, but I was doing all weights and never did cardio. And so I said, you know what? I'm done with the gym. I'm going to just do a lot of walking. I'm going to eat right, eat less and not eat at certain times. And then within 30 days, I probably lost about 20 pounds. And yeah, and and literally looked in that mirror and it was like, you know, weight had just peeled right off of me and, you know, numbers had had stabilized and I knew I was on to something. And it still took me some time over years to really understand as I got into this this world and making these TV shows and these documentaries and, and meeting people to understand, you know, really the whole, you know, lane of, of proper health because there's levels of health. At times we could feel we're healthy and we could think, hey, yeah, I'm going to the gym and, and you know, I'm, I'm eating, the, you know, salad and smoothies and, and uh, you know, and, and things like that. But then there's somebody else who says, man, no, I, you know, my level of health is I'm running triathlons and, and you know, I only eat, uh, don't eat any carbs, you know, and don't eat any sugars and starches and, and, you know, I could climb mountains and, you know, sail the seven seas. So there's different forms of health. And even somebody who's 350 pounds can say, hey, you know, no, I'm, I'm eating, uh, you know, salad with the, the Thousand Island dressing on it now, and I'm not eating fried chicken. And of course, that's a change. But in all reality, once again, we want to get to our optimum health. We want to be we want to be where we are eating right, and doing the right things, and drinking you know the, the the water and 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 eating the right foods and so on and so forth. So it is a process and learning this. To be honest, which is it's not an easy process. But that's what I think what we're trying to do is kind of get cut the curve, and and we created these series that can go into people's homes. So as they're sitting down and watching television, like most of us do, that they can turn on a TV show and not watch, you know, 90 Day Fiance, but watch 
mm-hmm. a show called Reversed, where they can actually learn to survive, take back their health. So, it, and, and we great we do great work on there. You know, one of our, our we have a show airing right now. Uh, we're getting ready to air and, uh, again, uh, re-air on Cox Nationwide called Reverse. We shot in Costa Rica. You know, one of our guests on there named Lisa has lost, since the show, 70 pounds and uh, came off the insulin pump after 13 years. Not just came off insulin, but came off the insulin pump. Oh, wow. So she's truly taken back her health and taken back her life. She's Her, her eyesight has gotten better. She's, I mean, so many things have, have, have gone for, you know, in her favor. And uh, so we're really just here to give the tools. And if you follow those tools, you can change your life. So Reversed uh, is your TV series that can help people back to to find better health or to have have better health. And yeah. it features people living with type 2 diabetes, like uh, Lisa, yeah. you just mentioned. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. We did two seasons of that and going to continue that. I'm actually working right now on my own healthcare company to reverse type 2 diabetes. We're excited about that, reverse healthcare. It would look to take this on a major scale where we're able to, you know, coach people all across the country, tens of thousands, on how to reverse their diabetes. But, you know, once you reverse diabetes, you know, a lot of other things come under control too as well. Your blood pressure. Blood pressure usually comes under control by by losing weight and changing your eating habits uh, and, and using intermittent fasting, you know, your weight comes down from focusing on reversing type 2 diabetes and just your overall lipids can come down and stabilize. So you could literally take back your life by focusing on reversing type 2 diabetes. Oh, that is amazing. So that's reversed. Okay. Tell me about eight days. Eight Days is a beautiful series. A lot of times I do series that are based on things that I've gone through or things that other people have gone through that are close to me. So 2014, my father passed away from cancer, literally just out of the blue. I mean, one day he was here, next day he was gone. And uh, fortunately, I was able to spend about two weeks with him in the hospital um, before he passed, right before he passed. But So I kind of wanted to, to look into the world and the lives of people who were dealing with cancer. We know millions of people are dealing with cancer every day but we don't we don't know what they're dealing with right we don't we don't see their day-to-day we don't understand what their loved ones are going through we had a beautiful young man who died from black panther not too long ago from cancer and you know it, it would almost be like if we were spending a month or so with him you know what, what was his day-to-day what was his fears emotions his treatment like so on and so forth so we teamed up with a great company uh called hope for cancer and and, and i'm out of mexico and, and brought these five people who were dealing with various forms of, of cancer from prostate to breast cancer and um, and treated alternatively and uh, the, the results were amazing. All, all five of them are, are now no evidence of detection. One of them had you know, a couple of months to live and is now going on you know, four years with no evidence of detection. So really showing that, you know, that there's, that there's uh, other alternatives to just chemo and radiation and mm-hmm. not saying there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, a lot of people try, have tried chemo and radiation and didn't work for them and, and they're in a place where, you know, they stuck and and don't know any other resources to try, right? You don't want to have said you exhausted all your possibilities with chemo and radiation and that's it. There's nothing more we can do for you. Well, there is some people who are trying to do something and God 
knows nothing is is a hundred percent guaranteed, but there's definitely ways to to treat things. So just like treating diabetes, you know, there's one way to do it just by getting on some medication and and trying to to to, to stabilize it that way, or you can change your life and change your diet and change your habits and lose some weight, exercise and eat right and things like that. And you can go the alternative route instead of uh, instead of just you know taking some medication to continue taking medication. Yeah. But remember, in, in taking medication, it's it, this is diabetes is progressive, you know, so it's not it's not something that just goes away. You're going to continue to take medication. And you're going to continue to take other medication because you know diabetes and cholesterol and hypertension all kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So those are the issues that and, and the severities that if we don't do this. This is what happens. And it's interesting, though, when you go to the doctor and they they ask you all about your family history. And if you mention that somebody had diabetes, somebody had blood pressure, immediately they want to put you on some kind of medication uh, for that. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, wow. yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of how kind of how it works, huh? Now, before we go, tell me about your network, your health network. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. You know, we created that. Um, I created that because I wanted, well, I've been putting my shows on in uh, other networks and and, uh, I'm I'm proud to say I'm kind of like Tyler Perry in the sense that I own all my own content and there's very few of us who can say that. So instead of putting it on other people's network, I I wanted to create my own network to put it on and but put a lot of of the health related content. So what I'm going to do and God willing, I'm going to, I want to grow this into a point where it can compete with some of the big platforms like Netflix and so on and so forth, but be all health related and be a place where we create original television series um, on on doctors and experts. So so if you're a doctor and you've got a story to tell, you know, if you've got a day to day that's just whether mental health, whether it's physical or whatever it is, we want to be able to to create a series where people can follow you and see your passion, see what you do and create a, a, a beautiful series around that that people can watch. And there are people who have great followings. They've got big followings, you know, and and bring some of that following to the network so that we can have a place, one-stop shop of health. So if you're looking for information on cancer or diabetes or sickle cell, whatever it may be, you can find it on our network. Well, okay then, Charles Maddox, it's been enlightening (laughs) and educational, especially you talked about healthcare issues that affect so many, well, millions of us within the African-American community in particular. And then your tools that you have out there, especially in terms of TV programs, uh, docu-series that people can watch and be educated on how to live better, how to overcome some of these disorders or how to manage them. So that is an awesome, awesome thing. You got your health network, you got the TV series reversed, and then you have eight days and you have a uh, website too. What's the website? Oh, well, my company website is Bella and Ellie Media. And that's the best way to reach me, Bella and L-E-B-E-L-L-A-A-N-D-E-L-L-E, media.com. And, you know, I'm on social media. You can find me on all those little platforms, Charles Maddox 1 or C Maddox, M A 
T-T-O-C-K-S-1, and the best way to reach me. Well, okay then, Charles Maddox. We thank you so much for joining us today, like I said, and educating us, uplifting us, uh, you know, saying we don't always have to be stuck on all of that medication and even uh, talking to me about those uh, kidney dialysis places in the black community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we can definitely take back your life, and it, 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 it's, it's possible, and, and it's important because being sick is no fun, and it's better to take care of this right away than to let this drag on. I mean, the other day, I, you know, and even myself, I still need to lose a couple of pounds, but I'm working on it. I lost 15 pounds not too uh, within the last month here. And But I was out with some friends the other day and I just felt bloated, you know, and, and kind of felt, didn't feel myself. And trust me, I'm far from that overweight per se. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could lose, uh, I could afford to lose another 10 pounds, but just, 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 um, I, I felt, I felt out of shape. And I kind of said to myself, man, this is its not a good feeling. You know, and there's a lot of people who walk around that, that way and, and don't think twice. And, you know, it was it was one of those things where it was like, okay, I got to I gotta really tighten this up. I don't want to feel like this. I want to be able to, to look good and feel good. You know, this, this extra 10, 12 pounds is not allowing me to feel that way. So I need to, to get on it. So, so I did a little fasting and, and, uh, and uh, you know, change a few things up and, and uh, tighten up a few things and, uh, so it's important that we really get this done because remember, it only gets it only gets tougher as we get older, and we don't want to be, you know, in our forties, fifties, or sixties in horrible health and dealing with doctors and going to checkups and 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 all the mess that goes with being sick. It's really not uh, something that you want to deal with. You know, even when we talk about dialysis, you know, we can talk about it, but you know, to have to go there every other day and sit in this chair for four or five hours and and you know, it takes away your life. You know, what, what real life do you have if you, you, you can't work? Obviously, you know, if you, if, if you got to go sit in a chair for four hours every other day, some people every day, you know, but usually a few times a week. But so it, it, it's it's not easy. And, you know, it's it's something that we could avoid by just literally at times pushing away the meal in front of us. As simple as that, pushing that meal away in front of us or, or cutting back on that meal or or or, uh, or just changing up simple little things, you know, and staying away from from, from, from the sodas and the, the pops and the juices and, and all that stuff like that, just drinking God's gift of water, you know. And Charles Maddox, once again, thank you so much, dear, for joining us today and enlightening us. And audience, I want to thank you, too, for joining us. Yes, once again, I thank you so much. Now make sure that you subscribe, though. Subscribe right now. You can download for free. Please make a comment so that you never, ever miss an episode of this uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring, and educational, and informative show. Now to reach me, Lynn Woods, you can find me on Twitter. That's at Lynn Woods, L-I-N-W-O-O-D-S, or Instagram at Lynn Woods 96, or Facebook at Lynn Woods. This has been the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. God bless.